It's Free Talk Live. You can dial toll-free and you can join us here on the radio. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. It's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight is Ian. Richard Rich. And Mark. Of course, you can take control of the airwaves, but we always bring things in that uh, you might find interesting on the way. Richie, you're going to talk about being a psychopath. Not to say you are a psychopath. Not to say it's not. Necessarily. <laughs> but you know, the, the life of a psychopath, or as this story from the world of psychology, uh, psychcentral.com is titled, The Perks of Being a Psychopath. I'm more interested in why people love to talk about psychopaths. Because well, they're crazy. Because they're crazy, and you know some of them are murderers. Are they? People. I mean, are they crazy? Uh, are they that uncommon? Crazy being- They are uncommon. Okay. I think it's what, like 1% uh, or something? Is I don't know I the percentage, recall. but I, I think that it's, it's be- probably more common than people like to give credit for. I think it's because people want to put people that they dislike, you know, ex boyfriends, ex girlfriends, uh, you know, maybe a boss, uh, you know, somebody in that category. So it's like. Well, that's, well, a, that's a, a term, right? Psycho ex girlfriend. Uh, well, right? I, I'm sure there's psycho <laughs> ex boyfriends too. Psycho I'm boss. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Psycho boss. All now, these things. Now, of course, you may just be attributing, you know, the word "psycho" to somebody you don't like, or somebody who's done something mean to you, or uh, somebody acts as, uh, who acts in a mentally ill fashion. But there actually is a definition of psychopath, and I'm sure we can. We I can think it's get more clinical. That. Yeah, it's more yeah. clinical than just the the person off their rocker. It's about somebody who doesn't have empathy, as yes. I understand it. So that's definitely something worth talking about. Somebody and, has done something that I don't like, and that makes them not been empathetic. No, I don't think that's it. Uh, I think it's. I don't uh, think that's the clinical definition. Yeah. No, what I what I'm saying is is that I expect here shortly that we will have if if it not us, someone will call in and attempt to attribute psychopathic behavior to someone because they did something that they didn't like, and that's not necessarily psychopathic. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah that can just be antisocial. It could be uh, something that somebody just didn't and, and, like. And to go even further. Remember that mental illness is basically an opinion. It's like asking the Supreme, one of the Supreme Court justices their opinion on the law. I mean, a, psych, a, a psychologist or psychiatrist it just determines that you're psychopathic, right? Well, no, there's, well, there's, there's criteria. Yeah, yeah. There's, okay, there's criteria. Yeah. And then they determine through the use of the criteria as to whether or not sure. you're psychopathic. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what their criteria or how they exactly determine whether someone has no empathy, but I imagine there are questions that uh, one could ask a person and somehow find out. I'm sure that, that that's, it's just an internet search away to find out what are the what are the questions you ask to find out if somebody yeah. is a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Uh, but remember, it's still an opinion. It's an opinion from a relatively... Um, Difficult, uh, call it subjective science, right? It's a soft science. Mm-hmm. It's also a spectrum because, like, psychopathy, sociopathy, on all the way down. Well, they don't even use the term sociopathy anymore. Okay, so who does it? The medical field, the people who ask these questions, as I understand <laughs> it. Why not? Why wouldn't they use that term? It's different. I don't know, Ian. It's I'm not, not an same. expert because probably because the term's too loaded at this point. Everybody mm. wants to be wants to use the term. I use it. I love to call politicians sociopaths. sociopaths. It's right. one of my favorite things to do. Well, there's because English I dislike this group, and they do things I don't like. There's English definitions. There's legal definitions. There's clinical definitions. Yes, yes. Right? So there's many ways to define something, and if 
if you're saying the clinical people aren't using the clinical definition simply because the English definition has gotten muddled, I find that a little bizarre. I don't know whether that's the okay. reason. Well, now I feel like we should just talk about it at this point <laughs> now. Um, and I'm actually looking at the definition of sociopath, and I'm actually surprised to see it defined by the word psychopath. Uh, according to the British Dictionary definition on this, uh, psychiatry, another name for psychopath, a person, this is a medicine definition, a person affected with an antisocial personality disorder, a culture definition, someone whose social behavior is extremely abnormal, sociopaths are interested only in their personal needs and desires without concern for the effects of their behavior on others. And then it says, compared to psychopath, which is a person with a psychopathic personality. Now, I hate it when they define uh, words with the, the, the very same word that you're trying to, to read about, which manifests as amoral and antisocial behavior, lack of ability to love or establish meaningful personal relationships, extreme egocentric, egocentricity, failure to learn from experience, etc. And a lot of them get through society by faking those things. They're good at masking that behavior. Mm-hmm. That's what the the show Dexter is uh, is all about. Okay, you ever you've not seen that? I've one? not seen it. I've heard of it. I I've, I've seen the previews and have a general idea. I think sociopath was used when you would define the difference between a psychopath as somebody who sort of commits criminal acts or um, like you know, violent it, criminal acts. Like, well, yeah, violent criminal acts and has this behavior uh, disorder. Uh. And then a sociopath would be a person who gets away with it and functions within society and manages to you know, be this way, but not get caught or be bad or whatever. Like the psychopath acts on impulse and the sociopath has the same impulse, but doesn't act. No, the sociopaths absolutely act. I think you're talking about some sort of criminal distinction. Legal, right? Like, you know, well, act out on, on the desire to harm. Are some politicians psychopaths? Oh, guaranteed. Okay. So I would say that those people are sociopaths by the definition as, as I would have understood sociopath to mean, because they're not actually breaking too many laws, or at least not doing it so overtly that they get caught, um, versus, you know, they, they, their sociopathy, present, their psycho, psychopathy presents itself in a fashion that is legal, but not well. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And in fact, some of the definitions here of psychopath uh, seem to back that up. A person afflicted with a personality disorder characterized by a tendency to commit antisocial and sometimes violent acts and a failure to feel guilt for those acts. They do say it's also called a sociopath. A person with an antisocial personality disorder, especially one manifested in perverted, criminal, or amoral behavior. So the psych- you could make the division here, as you're suggesting, Mark, that a sociopath is less likely to commit a violent criminal act than a psychopath is. Sure. Perhaps, I mean, but they're know, otherwise both similar. One would understand that a, socio- that a psychopath or sociopath, however one wants to say, one would understand that some of them can determine, huh, if I do this, I'm I'll going go to, to prison. Go prison. I'm not going to do that. So they'll determine ways that they can act out mm-hmm. how they wish manipulate people and- whatever and then stay out so if the defining characteristic is simply not having empathy that doesn't preclude or include the compulsion mm. to commit violent or criminal acts that will land one in prison yeah um so you could have the lack of empathy and but not have that even compulsion. have a compulsion to do immoral acts mm-hmm but have the control to say, huh, that one's not going to be so hot. 
this one, call it maturity. We would right. call that maturity, right? The, 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 the mature sociopath. Right. <laughs> and, you know, basically that's what you got going on. Yeah. I would think in some cases ego would take over, you know, with that, with that mindset that says I'm the one who can get away with this mm-hmm. illegal act mm-hmm. because I'm smart. I'm better. I'm smarter than everyone else who's, you know, going to try to catch me. Um, and then makes for good TV. It really did make for a great TV show. Uh, Dexter was the show, one of the probably the best uh, dramatic programs, you know, hour long dramatic series. It was a Showtime series that I think lasted for seven seasons, maybe uh, eight, good. maybe eight. Um, and it, it sort of follows this. It's not a secret to, to say this about it, but it follows the main character, Dexter, who is a police uh, blood spatter expert. And so he's, you know, helping the police solve crimes while at the same time he himself is committing uh, violent acts. But he has the ability to control to a large extent who he selects for those acts. So he tends to select criminals. Nice. Uh, so other murderers or you know, other killers or violent uh, individuals who, you know, deserve it. And so the whole series is about him continually committing these acts, you know, sort of stalking and hunting his prey and also trying to avoid being caught by some of his co-workers, uh, basically, who end up, you know, obviously investigating uh, the crimes, including his uh, his own sister, which is a very interesting story. Yeah, I find that people that law enforcement doesn't seem to investigate crimes against criminals very thoroughly. So, mm. you know. I think he would be able to get away with it for seven seasons. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE, 855-450-3733. You can join us. We'll talk more about psychopathy coming up here on Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free here. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Mark, tell me about uh, how to get a great deal on uh, refinancing a mortgage or a brand new mortgage. Yeah, it's uh, what you do is go to AmericanFinancing.net. What AmericanFinancing.net does different than the other places is, is they don't have the commissioned mortgage brokers they have well salaried uh, mortgage consultants is what they call them and the difference is is that they're not incentivized to give you uh, the loan that benefits them or their organization the most they're incentivized to give you the loan that benefits you the most americanfinancing.net they've got every kind of loan that you need they've got the uh, the FHA, the VAs, and you know everything that that any other place has. They've been in business for you know many many years, over twenty years. They've got a business bureau, better business bureau rating of A plus, and thirty two hundred Google reviews. You can be very comfortable giving these people a call. They never charge upfront fees like so many other places do. They've got evening and weekend hours. Everything you want from a mortgage company, and they make it easy. If you're working with somebody right now, you need to make sure that you get a second opinion. So call the telephone number and, and check on them. But if you could also just originate your, your loan there with them, either through the digital mortgage where you can apply, receive your pre-qualification, and close your loan doing everything online, or give them a call. That's what I would prefer. But you do what you do you. If you need to refinance, maybe you need to you know handle some debt or you know consolidate, or maybe your loan isn't so hot because rates are quite low right now. Whatever it is that you're looking for, even people who need retirement solutions, AmericanFinancing.net. And the telephone number is 
888-804-0303-888-804-0303-americanfinancing.net. 888-804-0303-NMLS-182334. Let's see, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, so uh, we're talking about psychopaths and psychopathy, the uh, basic lack of empathy that can, in case of psychopaths, typically manifest in some very antisocial, possibly violent uh, behavior. There's not a huge difference between a psychopath and a sociopath, but we did just discuss that one of the seeming differences tends to be the sociopath would be less likely uh, to to do violence, for instance, and think they can get away with it because uh, they may be more aware enough, at least aware enough to realize that uh, they ain't going to get away with it. So they have to be a little more sneaky with the way they take advantage of people and uh, screw people over or whatever. And uh, so, uh, and again, it's all based out of the uh, inability to feel empathy for other human beings, To, And of course, for those, that, you know, empathy is placing yourself in somebody else's shoes and being able to feel, you know, how that person might feel if, you, you know, you were receiving the actions that you were doing to them. Basically, an understanding and desire to apply the golden rule. And the golden rule is? Well, you do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Gotcha. Not the most perfect rule for living your life but a pretty good one and people have used it for a long time so uh you've got a story about this beyond us just you know vamping about psychopaths what's yeah. what's going on so this is the perks of being a psychopath not so not so much uh, a story in so far as you know something happened to somebody mm-hmm. but more of right. like a, a report type of thing uh always treats everyone with respect you this never is a psychology uh website uh if i recall correctly yeah psychcentral.com Psych all right Uh, Always treat everyone with respect. You never know who is secretly a psychopath. How does one go about identifying a psychopath? It's not easy, but researchers have made a lot of headway in answering this very question. Uh, It's common knowledge that men are more likely to have psychopathic tendencies than women. Really? I I didn't know that. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if... So psychopath would likely seek power, right? If they have this compulsion to do certainly we've seen so- sociopaths harm. do well yeah right a sociopath <laughs> and a psychopath are the same thing it's just but most uh, politicians are too cowardly to actually be violent in a lot of cases they're just they're cowards. being violent through the hands of the police and the military right sure but that's and, different than you know smacking somebody or stabbing them or whatever there's a whole huge range of difference there or maybe Fine. they just are more selective with their victims. Could be. It's not to say that they're all p- peaceful people or sure. anything. Yeah, like not, that. not all politicians would be yeah. psychopathic either. I think the uh, the likelihood that a sociopath, a politician is a sociopath is probably in the 90th percentile, the high 90th percentile. Well, here, here's a uh, study from prison. Uh, on a prison population found 31% of men met the criteria compared to only 11% of women. 30 what was it 31 in in prison in oh, the prison, in prison population okay so three times as many men met the criteria for uh, psychopathy than women okay so m- much more than women uh, psychopathy has a number of higher order dimensions including self-centered impulsivity heartlessness and fearless dominance uh, the first dimension self-centered impulsivity is associated with impetuous impetuosity belligerence and narcissism so there's the the ego aspect of it uh, heartlessness is related to the inability to experience important social emotions like love or remorse. And psycho- psychopaths who clearly lack empathy are at a disadvantage, uh, or so the thinking goes. 
However, empathy requires taking other people's feelings into consideration, walking in their shoes, so to speak. And walking requires energy. Luckily for psychopaths, no walking is required unless it involves walking over others to get what they want. By the way, the uh, story here that I have at LiveScience.com does cite the 1% number. They don't say where that came from, but it's sort of accepted. Uh, but that, again, is would include both men and women. 1% so of the population? Yeah, 1% of okay. the population. I like it. It's uh, like the old uh, Occupy um mantra we are the 99 percent you know so the one percent truly are the bad guys right or whatever well, and it could just be you know the 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 statistics here was from a prison population right. so yep. more likely to get caught even if you're in the one percent mm-hmm. uh empathy is built on a foundation of emotions although vital for binding and meaningful relationships emotion often clouds judgment in the extreme emotions can actually impede one's ability to think in a critical manner sure can i mean look at uh, every almost every night here on free talk live or at least the nights where we're on a bunch of stations we get some very emotional people uh calling in last night was a good example where people were very emotional about some of the things i was saying about the, and you ended up saying some pretty uh, controversial things about uh, the military mark and uh, people just they don't want to listen to reason they, yeah, it's right. their family members, and they, it's it's like you're personally attacking their grandfather, well, or whatever. I, what I thought was son. interesting about the one guy is, is I I know if we had been sitting with him, we would have had this guy because um, you know what he was concerned with is you're liberals talking bad about the military, mm-hmm. and in fact, um, you know he wouldn't if he spent a little bit of time with us, he would have understand we're not liberals, and then therefore he agreed with the things we said, like oh I don't know these young people's lives are being thrown away mm-hmm. at the whims of politicians uh, that the young people don't benefit. That politicians that, are untrustworthy and scum. Right. That, uh, that that soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines are used like tissues by uh, you know old people in in Washington D.C. that that uh, that don't care anything about them. He's like, yeah, 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 but we have to respect them because they protect America, American freedom. Well, it doesn't sound like they're protecting right freedom. Your way of life freedom. is what he said. Right. American your way of, way life. of life. And, and though obviously he's not saying freedom because if the military was right. protecting freedom, they then failed. They would have. I don't know. I'd be freer in okay. my lifetime. We got more away. Uh, if you want to join the conversation about psychopaths and the perks, we're going to get to that. The perks of being a psychopath on the way. Our number eight fifty five four fifty free like freedom. This is the live Sunday edition of Free Talk Live. I'm crazy about My Magic Mud. This is the most important oral care product created this millennium, and I'm not kidding. We all have different opinions on politics and issues, but we all have mouths. And I want yours to be as clean as possible, with teeth as bright as they were meant to be. I will never be without My Magic Mud. It's a little surprising, but man, does it work. If you only listen to one thing I say ever, go to MyMagicMud.com and get 20% off with code FTL. MyMagicMud.com, code FTL. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves here, the Sunday edition of the program. We're talking about psychopaths and a story at a a psychology uh, blog or website. What was it? Psych Central? Psych Central. Psych Central uh, about the perks of being a psychopath. So uh, we're going to get deeper into that. Your calls and thoughts are also welcome. Plus, I want you to know about local.bitcoin.com. You go local.bitcoin.com, and that is where you can buy and or sell your Bitcoin cash. And uh, if you've never gotten into Bitcoin cash before, this is one of the more private ways to do it. 
So what a lot of people are concerned with is uh, the privacy aspect of it. And uh, yeah, that's, this makes it easy. It and sure low does. Cost. In fact, uh, Aria DeMezzo, our Monday night co-host, is very uh, excited about this. She's been having a great experience. She's selling uh, some Bitcoin cash on the site via PayPal, which is a little risky, uh, but it's worked out for her pretty well so far. So. She's doing very small amounts. Yeah, she's doing, I think, up to 20 bucks. So uh, if you want to buy some you know, cryptocurrency, you want to buy some Bitcoin cash, this is a great place to go. And I said it's private because the uh, conversations between buyers and sellers are encrypted, meaning the site itself, the administrators of the site, cannot read uh, the conversation unless you grant them access. So if there's like a dispute and you need to bring in somebody from the outside to review the case, then you would need to authorize them to come in. So you have the ability to do it, but by default, it's uh, they're locked out. And because the site doesn't actually hold your funds, it's all done via smart contracts, and you hold the keys to your funds the whole time, uh, that uh, they're, they're not in the site, they're in your own wallet right. uh, that you have access to. And that uh, b- because they're not holding your funds, they're not considered a money transmitter or whatever. At least that's their argument, and I think they're right about it. Um, and so they're not going to demand any identification from you as when you create the account. You that's don't have the to- best part. Yeah, and, and you, you as a former local Bitcoin seller, yes. you love this. Yeah, because that's one of that's one of the primary reasons why I got off local Bitcoin. Because they started cracking down. They on started ID. cracking down. They said in order to post your ads, which I've had up for months, we need to you, we need your you know your your government issued identification card. And I went, all right, guys, I guess we're done here. Yep. See you. See you. Bye. <laughs> uh, and by the way, that's the original sort of one of the original sites. It's called Local Bitcoins. This is very similarly named, but it is yes. a very different site. It's local dot Bitcoin. Dot com. Get on over there and get started buying and selling Bitcoin cash. So we continue with uh, the psychopath story. Rich, uh, Richie's here from uh, the Anarchist Experience. What's the website? Anarchistexperience.com. That's where you can go to get more of uh, your show, which you do your own show once a week. Yep, an hour a week uh, with my buddy from back in Hawaii still. All right, so let's continue with the story here. All right. So the psychopath, freed from his emotional shackles is well-equipped to act in an unrestrained and ruthless manner. This is bad news for society, but not for the psychopath, especially one consumed by thoughts of power and prestige. Mm -hmm. So that would be one of the perks, right? He's able to uh, act in an unrestrained and ruthless manner, whereas normal people off the streets... Right, the psychopath is willing to do anything at all in order to promote himself... And to feel, you know, the things that he wants to feel for whatever grandiose thing it is that they're looking for. One of the things they're not feeling is empathy toward their victims. They're willing to step on absolutely anyone and anything to get to where they want to go. And I would say that you have to, that most of culture, as we understand in the United States, I don't think this works, right? Like, so people would like to call, say, salespeople, for instance, psychopath. Uh, You know, that sales guy, he lied to me or something like that. And certainly there have been sales guys that have told lies. I wouldn't say otherwise, but... I wouldn't say because someone lies that makes them a socio or a psychopath. That is just... But lying is a trait of a psychopath. Oh, for sure. Right. So lying is a way that you manipulate the reality of the world in order to... Uh, you know, to benefit yourself. Yeah, to benefit yourself. You fool somebody in order to benefit yourself. And, you know, certainly lying as a salesperson can be beneficial. But, uh, I mean, are you getting a lot of referrals that way? I don't think you would be. I, I mean, a good salesperson is somebody that can put themselves in the shoes of a customer and, you know, see what that person wants and, and provide them, hopefully, with what they want. Right. And every sa- bit of sales training I've ever taken, 
every single one. They have stressed virtues. Mm-hmm. You know, positivity and hard work, but I consider those to be bur- virtues. Uh, I don't want to start a fire, but it kind of reminds me of like the MLM hoppers, the people who go from like one multi-level marketing thing yeah, to the other. <laughs> I think that the MLM hoppers are probably salespeople. You know, they're salespeople by nature. Sure. And they, if they've got the whole positivity thing down, at that point, I think what their biggest problem is, is in a lot of cases, is judgment. Okay. You know, not really much of anything else. They, they're they preparing themselves to be great salespeople. Sure. Because you have to be a great salesperson to hawk MLMs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a handful of friends that do it. I gave it a shot once, very unsuccessfully. I think I everybody well. has, yeah. and okay. I think that's a good thing. You have to know. I mean, don't lose a lot of money on it. Don't right. lose a lot of... But I think the time that you put you you put into it... That's uh, it's it's valuable training. I guess my point is like I know I know a handful of like those people who like th- they get into one MLM. It's like it's this is the greatest this is thing the ever. One. Right. The next one, is, <laughs> and then like a couple the months later, it's the same pitch. No, no, no. I'm out of that one. Join me in this one. This magic this potion. This is the greatest is the thing one. ever. Yeah. There seem to be some people who manage to put together a team of people who will follow them into the next MLM mm-hmm. around. Oh yeah. I do not understand that. But hey, have fun. They got to be making money along if the way. Otherwise, making money, yeah. yeah, they're probably making money from those people in that team. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> the MLM's a whole other subject that we could go off and. That's and why discuss. I, I didn't want to start that fight. Yeah, but yeah. It, the, the whole the self salesman <laughs> lying, you know, type right. of thing just reminded me of that. All right, moving on. Fearless dominance, the third dimension of psychopathy, is associated with impudence and a desire for social influence. Contrary to popular belief. Fearless dominance comes with a number of socially adaptive behaviors. Equipped with a sense of interpersonal poise and potency, physical fearlessness, and emotional resilience, some psychopaths go on to do great things. Some even become heroes. Yeah, I think that uh, certain self-sacrifices, uh, yeah, that it sounds like self-sacrifice in certain circumstances, but at the same time, you know, not caring about the consequences I guess what I'm thinking of is is when I ever I wouldn't be able to be like a police officer, a DMV agent or anything like that because it would be so wearing on me. I want to help people. Oh, you've come to my window and you need some help from me. Here I am. I'm here to help. And there's so many people that need so much help. Every single person that you're dealing with as a bureaucrat Mm -hmm. needs special attention. They need help. And you basically don't benefit in any way. In fact, you're pressured to not give them help. You need to, I'm sorry, get everything back nope. the other the other papers. Don't have, you don't have the right papers. Line. But, you know, if you spin there like, well, let's see if we can, let's see if we can pull up that paper from some other place. Oh, yeah, here yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, then you've just tripled your time with this the person. The line's longer. The line's longer. gotten longer. You know, those kind of things. Because why? This idiot didn't bring the piece of paper. It says right there on the website that's poorly managed and, uh, you know, you never could find that you've got to bring this piece of paper. Well, sorry. I, I don't know. Like, like that's the, the difficulty is is that these, these jobs are tailor-made for somebody who just doesn't give a damn about mm. other people's emotions. Well, and it destroys the people who do care because they want to help. How, how could they? How could it do otherwise? Right. Mm. They want to help. They go, well, what's the job that will allow me to help the most? They find one of these because for you know brainwashing or whatever, feel like this is this is the path to assisting others. 
and then they get there and they get they get hammered in right. a job. My wife got a degree in uh, I don't know something human behavior, but basically a drug uh, treat treatment degree. Sure. And at some point or another, she ends up working for the state of Florida in a vocational rehabilitation status. And you know, I was beginning to at first she's helping people get equipment that they need to work, uh, but. Before long, she's running into people that suck the life out of you. Hmm. So, you know, one guy comes in and he says that basically he needs a check every month because he can't, uh, he doesn't like women. He likes cartoon characters instead. <laughs> so he's disabled. He's disabled. <laughs> and you can imagine that with very, very short order, uh, my wife had no interest in helping this guy. So if there's you know, more to the story, makes you jaded. Hang That's on. It. We can continue here in moments with uh, psychopath discussions. Your calls are welcome. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can dial in. Toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We also have the Discord on-air call-in-line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. So jump into any one of those. We'll join you in there, and you'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us. And according to... I don't know what the citation is, but, you know, psychology blogs and such citing basically that uh, it's estimated that as much as 1% of a given population would qualify as a psychopath, somebody who just doesn't care uh, what other people feel and will step on absolutely anybody that's in their way in order to accomplish their own self-aggrandizement. Um, but, uh, you know, are there differences between psychopaths and sociopaths? Some say not much. Um, maybe the psychopath would be more likely to commit a violent act, whereas a sociopath wouldn't. That's sort of my my summary of where we've been so far. Yeah, I've, I would like to have a definition for somebody who enjoys the, uh, you know, harming people, making them unhappy, that kind of thing. Um, I think that, that would be a psychopath. Well, that's not the same thing, though. Not not mm-hmm. caring. Well, yeah, because yeah, they would enjoy it, not be indifferent to it. Ah, uh, okay. And like, like they're trying to collapse these two things together, and I don't feel like that's the same thing. Like somebody who really wants to. Well, the violence uh, is something that presumably they're enjoying, right? Yeah. So in that case, they would be enjoying harming others and, um, if they're being violent. Well, sure. Okay, so I had uh, an ex-girlfriend at one point who worked for a government, and she described to me happiness in being of no service at the sort of window. So, you know, meaning she, she was she got pleasure from being rude or not being able to help someone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that, like very pleased with that. And yeah. of course, you know, some people come up and be try they try different systems in order to get what they want at the window no no surprise mm-hmm. there and of course there's better and worse human beings generally and when you're working at uh, you know the the whatever the well i would say that's evidence of psychopathic uh, personality because there you're dealing with somebody who is enjoying the stepping on of other human beings which means that uh, they probably don't have empathy for the, their victims the that claim case. that she made after she said this is that everybody did it and they talked about it. Mm-hmm. So either um, this is, you know, this was an office full of women. 
I mean, I can't even remember seeing a man working there, except for the boss. And the, what their claim is is that the 1% of the population is psychopathic, but only one out of four psychopaths is female. Mm. So somehow in a little – At least ca- in a prison. That was a prison experiment, uh, Well, right? the, pr- the prison statistic that I had was 31% of males, 11% of females in the prison. Right. So right. three times as many. Maybe the females aren't as likely to get caught. So it's hard to say if that the prison numbers would shake out in the general population. Oh, say – so somewhere between 1% and one-third of 1% of women are psychopaths. Is that a fair statement then? Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't so know the, what the tr- this, this county – office is somehow a vortex that sucks in the psychopaths no that's ridiculous it, it that's, might not be that it bureaucracy. could just be it could be the occupation itself because mm-hmm. i i know ian you've worked in retail i've worked yeah. in retail mm-hmm. but um, that's not even true this i mean in her case she fell into the occupation it's not like she sought it out so this is an occupation that either creates psychopathy or, attracts or it. this is a really crappy definition okay well, I want to hear your point about it. I'm mad at the psychiatrists on this one because there's a difference between being like, eh, sorry, can't help you, then like, <laughs> <laughs> right? There's just a difference. So here, here's what I What's know the about, point about retail. Here's though? what I know about retail. Yeah. So I, I've worked in retail a little bit throughout my life, and I worked in retail when at KB Toys when they were really? filing for bankruptcy. At the very end? At the very end. Like <laughs> no, our this store... isn't psychopathy. This is just bad judgment. Go ahead. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> it was a college job. I didn't care. Yeah. It didn't have any bearing on anything. Uh, but my point is there were, there were long-term retail employees that had been there forever. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you lose your desire to be like the happy-go-lucky yeah. customer service individual. Right. Mm. Like the environment beats it out of you. Because here's the here's the weird thing though. With, How long have they been there? Uh, my the assistant manager who I was uh, got really close with at yeah. the time was like seven years as the assistant manager and had done okay. nothing but retail prior his, to prior to that. Okay. Um, uh, the the manager was like fifteen years, and their 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 hands start to you know they, they start to rub their hands together when they find out that there's no repercussions for being rude to customers because they've already been fired. And they're just waiting out the time until the yeah. store actually closes. Okay. Uh, mm. So it, it mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't an environment that attracted psychopaths. Yeah. It wasn't you know that the that psychopaths were attracted to the job or that the job created psychopaths. This is just human behavior. It's just that's a good way to put it. It's just human behavior that after having to deal with the uh, asininity of customers for so long, right? And you really don't know asininity until you've met. Uh, retail customers. <laughs> hmm. I mean, like, you know, there's a giant sign on the wall that says restrooms in four foot letters, and they come around and ask. Okay, but just to be and clear, all you have to do is point up to the sign, and they're like, oh. Are you saying that these people in this circumstance would just be rude to every customer that came through the door? Uh, not every customer that came to the door, but the ones that acted out in a manner that wasn't, you know, cordial. Like the bad customers right. that would upset you, there was no repercussions for acting badly back toward that. Okay, customer. I think that's different than than what we we're talking about, though. Like you know, the what I thought we were discussing, at least in this recent conversation about uh, retail and all that, was the idea that the person would just step on anybody and and be rude just simply because they were in a position to where they could and they were enjoying that. There's a difference between taking your anger out on every single customer that comes through and your frustration or whatever, or getting pleasure in in sure. harming them in some way 
and having a really crappy customer that you get to say something to. Right. But you know, that's, to be that's really a huge crappy. difference. But it didn't have to be really crappy. Just you know, the minor inconvenience that would normally just get, you know, you bite your tongue and yeah. shut up and go on with handling your business. Now, now there's the freedom to speak out. Right. Yeah, and, no, you know, I see what you're saying. I yeah. think that prejudice is built into humans and that when you have, uh, you know, certain, a certain number of negative experiences at some point or another, you know, it begins to wear on you and you're ready to take it out of the next person. You know, you go home, you're laying in bed, you're thinking about that interaction that went poorly and you're like, man, I wish I could have said this or I wish I could have said that. And then that opportunity comes up. It's not the same person, but the opportunity to say that comes up and then you're like you just got to hold it back in certain circumstances and sometimes you don't hold it back i mean i can remember a time working for clear channel that i provided less than seller customer service to somebody who called up Mm -hmm. you know some lady called up wanting the dove to turn up its uh, wattage Mm-hmm. Now <laughs> we'll get right on that. Right. The reason that you chuckle is just because a radio station can't turn up the wattage. Well, actually, we did uh, back when uh, Free Talk Live right, was on WTMY. We actually had access to the dial. We could literally crank <laughs> the, the power up on the transmitter illegally, of yeah, course. Right. Okay. I, 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 so, I uh, but we in most cases, in most cases, a radio station cannot turn up the wattage. And I think there was a time or two cases, we did do it. <laughs> It's illegal. Yeah. And unless it's just like 6 a.m. and the sun's just rising. Anyway, this lady wanted us to turn up the wattage because she couldn't hear the radio station. And I told her the only people who can I fix can't that. I can hear the radio right. station. It, you're saying I... that because it's the Dove. And that's was it was an easy listening station. Yeah. And it's the I one said, my grandparents always had on. The It's a great station. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dick Ring coming to you in the morning. The sounds of your life. <laughs> the guy's name was Dick Ring. Wow. That was the uh, the, the host's name. Yeah. So uh, anyway, he... <laughs> the, I said, only God and the FCC can fix that, ma'am. Uh-huh. And because I'd been wait, I knew somebody else had, I knew this was coming. I can't remember what had happened, but, you know, somebody wanted me to fix their radio reception problems. And I'm like, come on, be, be, you're out of your mind. And I was just waiting for this. And so this lady gave me the opportunity and I, you know, sorry, can't fix it. Bye bye. <laughs> you know, no, click. You should, you should have played on her biases because at some point if you go, okay, hold on, let me turn it up. All right. Can you hear me? Is it better now? Is it better now? I'm turning it up, man. You know that's like, hilarious. At, at some point, she may just agree with you because she thinks you're doing it, even though she can't really hear it. I oh. had a guy uh, begin writing me on the Free Talk Live's Facebook chat because he couldn't get the internet to work, and uh, <laughs> but he was typing over computer, the internet on his computer, on his phone or computer or something okay. like that. And I, you know, I said, uh, here, let me, uh, you know, like, and I was saying, you know, this isn't a problem with us this is uh, maybe it's not even Facebook. This might be your internet generally yeah. or something like that. And you know. At some point or another, I'm like, all right, let me take care of it for you. And <laughs> then uh, the dude thanked me for fixing the problem. And I said that I would uh, – I'd, I'd relay his message to the Bangladeshi internet slaves. <laughs> he said, you, you tell them. Like, I mean, some clueless moron <laughs> believed that somehow I fixed the internet for him. You're all a very right. powerful figure, Mark. More on the way here. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. we got more on this psychopath story. Coming up, plus uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Does that name ring a bell for anybody? Well, he just got arrested, and we'll tell you why. I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. 
It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, the live Sunday edition of the program. As always, you're invited here if you want to join us. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. We're talking about psychopaths and uh, the perks of being a psychopath. I don't know if we've really... I mean, gotten to any of the perks yet, but... Well, they listed off a couple. Did they? Okay. The freed from emotional shackles. They're uh, equipped to act in an unrestrained and ruthless manner. Um, I guess if you think being ruthless is is a perk, um, okay. And equipped with a sense of interpersonal <laughs> poise and potency, physical fearlessness, and emotional resilience, you may go on to do great things. Those are the two... If you're willing to, what they're saying is, if you're willing to just trample all over other people, that somehow that could lead to some sort of greatness. That's I mean, perk. I guess I'd be curious, you know, to have to see some examples, and not to not to say it couldn't be done. I think that uh, but, if you work in the government, that you have better opportunity to use uh, certain th- these certain sort of behavior traits, or maybe. In the top echelons of corporate America, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When I worked in corporate America, I worked at the sort of bottom rung, the uh, right. the retail level, as it were. I worked for Clear Channel, which is now called iHeartMedia, and I sold radio to local businesses. So being ruthless was of no use there. Study finds one in five CEOs are psychopaths. And According to, America uh, loves to hate on CEOs, yeah. right? I mean, loves it. Unless you're uh, Steve Jobs. Who, I mean, did any of them do any? Uh, did, did anyone do any studies on zoning people? Or uh, did any? any oh, of I suspect do, that's four out of five, if not five out of five. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, did anybody do any studies on members of the Senate Great to see point. whether or not they're psychopathic? Yeah. They, Presumably, they would be smart enough to not participate in that study. That but, would be unwise uh, for them. Let's go to Pat in uh, Manistique. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Pat, you're on Free Talk Live in Michigan. Hey, thanks for the call. Uh, you were just mentioning about CEOs that are psychopaths. Yeah, the but before you get to, to your mind, point, I'm curious, just as a technical aspect, it says here you're listening to uh, broadcast radio? Yeah, 1510. AM 1510. Okay, that's interesting. Is that, I wonder if that's a pirate radio station because... I do not see that on the Community list. Community of... broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm I'm glad we're on in uh, in Manistique. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what were you saying? Well, Go ahead. We're, we're still yeah, we're still far up north. You can see Sarah Palin up on my back porch. Anyway, uh, psychopath. Real simple. Al Dunlop. I met the guy back in the seventies. What a nutcase. L. Dunlop. Does not tire. Yeah, okay, okay. And. Uh, he he destroyed people. He was interviewed by a by a, a therapist who was writing a book on, on, on CEOs that are psychopaths, and they he interviewed the guy and he said, "You understand why I'm here?" He said, "Yes." He said, "Do you think I'm a psychopath?" He said, "Well, yes. I I want to know what do you think." He says, "I am one. I'm damn proud of it." Wow. And then he proceeded to tell how he destroyed people's lives. So he can make more money, and he just had a blast doing it. Jeez, wow! That is the stereotypical I was CEO. <laughs> I was married. I was married to. Well, this is a rare one, but I got. I was married 
to a what? I'm sorry, it's a little hard to make out. Clinically diagnosed. Go ahead. Clinically diagnosed lady. My wife, my ex-wife, she was somewhere between a sociopath and a psychopath. And that was a long, strange trip, that one. She was a school teacher. And she loved abusing kids in the classroom psychologically. She just had a hoot doing that. And she would talk to me about it. Fascinating. And I would look at her and I said, what, 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 really? She says, well, yeah, if you do it psychologically, you don't leave marks. If you do it psychologically, you what? You don't, don't leave, leave marks. marks. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble make, making out some of the things you're saying. It's Pat, a little muffled. Uh, yeah. Thank you for the call. Great points. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, th- thanks for the call tonight. Toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. I, I sure do wish more people would call on Discord because it sounds so much clearer and so much better. Our Discord server is on and available to you 24-7 uh, over at discord.lrn.fm. I was able to make out most of what he was saying. Just a few words were a little tough. Yep. I'm afraid cell phones aren't what they could be. Yeah, or but they are what they were designed to be, right? The old pot system wasn't it just uh, the the cheapest way to get the most audible, like the, you can barely hear people and understand what they're saying was the minimum criteria. Maybe for the pot I don't system. Know. I, okay. I believe you. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, and that's why that's why that system is terrible now because technology has gotten so far past that. Right. But that's what those lines were. All right. So you asked for an example. Uh, here's one that the of, article provides. What did I ask for? <laughs> uh, a, a good psychopath. Oh, okay. Okay. A 2015 paper, paper titled Successful Psychopathy introduces readers to a man by the name of Forrest Tommy Yo Thomas. A real life. What's his name? Forrest, Forrest Tommy Yo Thomas? Yo Thomas. Okay. So his first name is Forrest. His nickname is Tommy. Ah, okay. His last name is hyphenated Yo Thomas. Okay. 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 <laughs> a real life daredevil. Uh, by employing a number of disguises and fake documents, the World War II British spy regularly evaded capture by the Nazis. According to the authors, Yo Thomas once pretended to be a corpse while traveling in a coffin. Known as the White Rabbit, quote-unquote, to his enemies, Yo Thomas once leapt from a moving train. In a move straight out of a Liam Neeson movie, our hero, anti-hero, once strangled a prison guard with his bare hands. When Yo Thomas wasn't busy strangling Nazis, he was busy seducing beautiful women. Most people, I assume, are unfamiliar with the life and times. Are of they beautiful Nazis? Could have been because uh, you basically—they're right. You can do whatever you want to a Nazi, hmm. and it's like it's—it's yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I mean, they, there's a new theme out there for the Antifa, which appear to be a violent gang. Punch but Nazis? as long as it's punching Nazis, it's okay. Mm. Uh, however, most are familiar with the James Bond, his fictional incarnation. Yes, Yul Thomas was the inspiration for novelist Ian Fleming's ostentatious, sex-crazed, martini-gulping hero. That's funny, because when you were reading that, I was thinking, that sounds like James Bond. There you go. (laughs) Sure enough. The World War II spy is typical of what we in the profession call a successful psychopath. Hmm. Unlike unlike malignant psychopathy, which often involves criminal acts and imprisonment, the successful psychopath embraces the darkness to achieve real-life success. Do successful psychopaths avoid breaking laws because it's right? No. Well, they, no. <laughs> they avoid breaking laws because it makes sense. Uh, and we talked about this a little this bit. This is the argument for yeah. uh, sort of organized religion, is, is that we have to have organized religion, otherwise people will do bad things. Well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> morality suggests that people will do the right thing because morality works. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a fabric woven into the creation of the universe. And that's why it works. I think that what people get upset with is is that there are certainly people that figure out how to subvert morality 
to, to their benefit. And like a lot of the leaders of organized religions, like the rapist priests, sure. child molesters, power priests. structures are the way that this is done. It's because we as a species believe in authority is the main reason. You'll find that the people that they describe as successful sociopaths will almost always be in positions of power, i.e. religious or CEOs or politicians or government bureaucrats. Mm -hmm. That these are the places that those sorts of people are going to go. And we'll get there. Uh, By reining in their impulses or at least channeling them in a more lucrative direction, successful psychopaths often go on to occupy positions of real significance. Nah. So here's your question. Here's the answer to your question. What sort of professions attract psychopaths? Research, research already shows that psychopaths are more prevalent in certain occupations. Uh, they tend to gravitate towards positions of power. CEOs, yep. surgeons, lawyers, celebrities, and politicians. Mm-hmm. The celebrities. Link. It's interesting that a celebrity. Yeah. That makes sense. Somebody who's all about themselves and aggregating. Harvey Weinstein like... certainly seems like a psychopath. Mm. Would you, you consider uh... him a celebrity, though? I don't know. No, but he's, he's the gatekeeper. He's yeah. the gatekeeper for a celebrity. That's true. I mean, his name's on dozens and dozens of films. I mean, it's he's certainly well known. Right. I just I don't know, I don't know if like in he's not like Brad Pitt. Right. I don't yeah. think he would be considered a celebrity in the common sense, right. aside from the fact that he's now made himself celebrity. He wasn't a household name. Right. Even though, if you look at the credits, producer on a whole bunch of For sure. we got more coming up here on uh, Psychopaths. If you want to join the conversation, give us a real-life example of how you've uh, experienced either, as our last caller, being in a relationship with one or maybe having one as a boss or maybe you are one. A55, 450 free. And when did you know? Like, when did you realize, oh, hmm, I must be a psychopath? You know, like, how did that come to your attention? Uh, There's more coming up here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, the live Sunday edition of the show. You can dial toll-free and join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We also have... The Discord on-air call-in line rooms. We're talking about psychopaths and the supposed perks for psychopaths. What uh, is it possible to be a good psychopath? Some are alleging that it might be James Bond, and uh, <laughs> apparently James Bond was uh, based off of somebody, as we just learned about uh, just a moment ago. We'll continue with that discussion. You're welcome to join us as well. Eight fifty-five, four fifty, free. My Magic Mud. I love talking about this because it's a really great product. If you go get some My Magic Mud, I think you'll agree. And what it is, is it's black tooth powder made of charcoalized coconut husks and bentonite clay. And that may sound strange to you, but then again, read the ingredients on your toothpaste and see how strange it seems after that. It's clinically proven to whiten teeth, and I'm 100% convinced it gets my teeth cleaner than regular toothpaste does too you have to use it to see what i mean when i say this uh, you just brush two t- uh, excuse me for two minutes four times in four days in a row and then use it every four to seven days after that and i think you'll be happy with it because i certainly am so happy that i don't live without it now you can get my magic mud at most major health food stores sprouts cvs natural grocers Walmart's natural beauty aisle. I've given away dozens and dozens of containers of this stuff because I believe so thoroughly in it. Go to mymagicmud.com, use coupon code FTL20, and you save 20%. 
So that's better than getting it at the local uh, local CVS or something like that. But it's up to you. MyMagicMud.com, coupon code FTL20 to save 20% off of this great product. MyMagicMud.com. All right, as uh, we continue, you may take control of the airwaves. we got Jenneth on the line listening in Janesville, Wisconsin, to WCLO. Hello, Jenneth. Hello. Um, what happened? Or how come you guys don't sound like you're from New Hampshire? <laughs> uh, you could we're be not. <laughs> broadcasting from the bowels of the Kremlin, for all I know. Yeah, we're not born and uh, raised. None of us were born and raised in New Hampshire, so we wouldn't sound like we were. This is Mark Edge coming from Southwestern <laughs> New Hampshire. <laughs> that's a pretty, try. that's a pretty good imitation. I got, I gotta say. But Jenneth, uh, um, was that all you really wanted to know? Yeah. Okay. Well, now you know. Thanks for Thank the call. You. We're Russian toll, infiltrators. Toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. For Both those you that, and I are from Sarasota, Florida, originally. That's right. And, uh, Richie, you moved here from uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yep, Oahu, Hawaii. But you weren't originally born there. I was. Right? Oh, yeah, you I were? Was. Okay. Born and raised. Hawaiian. Whatever. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. And the reason why we moved here is because of a migration of liberty-minded folks, people that care about freedom, uh, moving to the same geographic area, and that's the reason why we're here. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to uh, ShireSociety.com or Move.ShireSociety.com, and that'll tell you a little bit more about it. So uh, we're talking about psychopaths and psychopathy and the purported benefits of it for some people, and that's what you're sharing with us from PsychCentral.com. Yep. Uh, so we just went over the... Uh, uh positions the occupations that gravitate towards it and we got ended up with politicians uh, the link between politics and psychopathy is an especially interesting one in 2004 scientists asked 121 presidential biographers to rate 42 u.s presidents up to and including george w bush on their pre-office traits of fearless dominance one of the three dimensions of psychopathy. I suspect all politicians, or 99% of them, were probably psychopaths, maybe excluding Ron Paul. The findings made for interesting reading. According to the report, fearless dominance was strongly correlated with overall presidential performance, guidance, public, perce- public perception, persuasiveness, and rather predictably, a willingness to take risks. I'd say that uh, Andrew Jackson definitely would fall into the uh, psychopath uh, realm that they're using here. I mean, you know, extraordinarily brave guy, did not put up with crap, seemed to... Generally, bravery and politicians don't go together at all. Well, I'm talking about psychopathy, not... You don't have to have all of these things. But they did talk about psychopathy being a person who was uh, brave, uh, physically, would physically put themselves in danger. Right, right, but not all psychopaths would necessarily. Not all of them would right. do that. No. It is, it is one of the perks, though, mm-hmm. of being a psychopath, having the ability. So uh, now we know a lot about who is likely to be a psychopath, but what about where? Are there certain places in the United States where psychopaths are more likely to gather and pollute the social environment? Interesting. Luckily for us, a recent study published in the scientific journal Helion uh, provides us with an unambiguous answer. According to the authors who estimated psychopathy prevalence based on big five personality patterns, openness, conscientiousness, agreeableness, extroversion, and neuroticism, Washington, D.C. has the highest prevalence of of psychopaths. Ah. 
master swindlers, Spengalis of the highest nature, it makes sense that psychopaths flock to an area of the United States synonymous with political power and influence. Sure does. It's not the worst place to go if you want to, you know, make a lot of money. As the inimitable John Ronson once wrote, psychopaths make the world go round. Society is an expression of that particular sort of madness. I've always believed society to be a fundamentally rational thing, but what if it wasn't? What if it was built on insanity? What Uh, if? The old adage has it that we're never more than six feet away from a rat. Maybe the same can be said for psychopaths. Really? I've never heard the uh, rat adage I have, but I haven't heard it in a long time. Is that supposed to mean a human who's a rat, like a snitch? No. No. Or an actual, like, vermin? Probably a vermin that live in your house, because they're pretty common in a lot of places. Yeah, I did see a couple of them while I was in Japan, in uh, in Tokyo, in the streets. Well, um, you're going to find them in major cities, there's no doubt about that. I would say that mice are certainly more prevalent from where I am. Yeah, I've definitely had some of those in my walls, for sure. Yep, (laughs) same here. There's no doubt. Not not in the apartment I'm currently at, thank goodness. Haven't seen one yet, but definitely quite a bit uh, back in my family home. By the way, I'm going to give credit to our affiliate uh, WRRD AM 1510 in Waukesha and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That was, I believe, the station that our caller from Manistique was listening to on AM 1510. So make, making the trip all the way uh, basically across the lake there because uh, Milwaukee's pretty pretty southern compared to uh, Manistique. Anyway, if you want to learn more about our radio affiliates, you can go to affiliates.freetalklive.com. That is where we have a list of all 205 uh, Free Talk Live radio stations that, uh, that carry this show at various different times. man. Yeah, throughout it's amazing. the week. That doesn't include the pirate stations, because there are some stations that are just putting us out there anyway without asking permission, which I still appreciate that, too. More power to them. Yeah, uh, a lot of the uh, shows out there, when they list stations, though, they only list it stations that have added them they never That's removed right. them from the list we do if free talk ours. live did that we'd probably have more than 400 i actually just removed one this week uh, we went from 206 down to 205 this, this week it was a station in uh it was yuba city actually in california one of those stations that they said they sent us notice but they never made it to me <laughs> to let us know that <laughs> that'd be they, the smart thing to say did they, did, they, the did you find out why um they sold time it's like the local lawyer or something like that. The amazing thing is, is it's not show content ninety percent of the time. Yeah, it wasn't that we, you know, were against the, you know, the wars or anything like that. Toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty three. We got coming up a, a big news story about this Jeffrey Epstein character. You know that guy who had the plane called Lolita Express and Bill Clinton flew on it. That guy, you know, the guy so who's neighbors Trump. with Trump. Business owners, you want more customers? Accept cryptocurrencies. There's people all around you just waiting to spend money at your store. If only you would take it. I know, you've been waiting till someone else makes it easy. Well, good news. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com adds Bitcoin to your point of sale, totally free. Use the same equipment you already have, now with Bitcoin. And unlike credit cards, there's no fees. Let the guys at HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com bring new customers to your store. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm here in the studio tonight. It's Ian. Richie Rich. And Mark. 
So talking about people who think they can get away with all kinds of stuff, uh, we've been discussing psychopaths and their prevalence in the world of politics, for instance, uh, over the last hour and a half here on Free Talk Live. Now in sort of a related story, I guess you could, you could say <laughs> what a here, segue. Uh, that uh, this Jeffrey Epstein guy, who we've talked about on occasion in, in the past here on Free Talk Live, has been arrested again, this time for allegedly sex trafficking dozens of minors in New York and Florida between 2002 and 2005. He'll be appearing in court in New York. This is York. like the same accusation again. Uh, maybe it's a similar accusation. I don't know if, because uh, he did go to, to prison previously for a limited period of time. Right, and so charges. there was a plea be- bargain with, and that, that right. prison sentence was very, very short. 13 months, I think. It'll get into uh, all those things. And as I understand it, they some judge ruled that illegal, that way, however that deal ruled was Ruled what, the struck. sentence? Yeah, the whole thing. Oh. They, you know, So it got arrests. overturned on appeal? No, no, the not illegal as it was in too long. It was illegal oh. as in, yeah, um, you can't just give this guy this slap on the hand and then uh, you know sweep this all oh, under the rug. Okay. But they did sweep it under the rug uh, for quite a long time. In fact, more than a decade. Uh, but anyway, so he's been arrested again and will be in court on Monday, according to three law enforcement sources. The story coming from the DailyBeast.com that has a pretty detailed write up. So if you didn't know anything about Jeffrey Epstein and his like. Apparently, sex airline that uh, Bill Clinton rode on more than once. In fact, one claims 26 times over a period of time. Without the Secret Service in that particular instance. In certain instances, yeah. yeah. Not that that implies that anything happened on the airline. Except what is believed to have happened on the airline is sex with underage girls. If you're going to have sex with underage girls, it's best not to have law enforcement as a witness. I I agree. No doubt. Uh, So Epstein, who owns a New York City mansion and an island in the Caribbean, was being held at a federal lockup ahead of his court date in Manhattan. Saturday's arrest by the NYPD FBI Crimes Against Children Task Force comes about 12 years after the 60-60-year-old financier essentially got a slap on the wrist for allegedly molesting dozens of underage girls in Florida. For more than a decade, Epstein's alleged abuse of minors has been the subject of lawsuits brought by victims, investigations by local and federal authorities, and exposés in the press. But despite the attention cast on his alleged sex crimes, the hedge funders managed to avoid any meaningful jail time, let alone federal charges. If somebody else had done the things that this man had done, um, whether or not what he did should have been illegal is another question, and we can look at that coming up here in a moment. Uh, but if other people had done these things, they would have probably been sent up the river. This guy has the political connections to make prosecutors botch jobs or drop charges entirely or get you know, preferential treatment as far as sentencing. I mean, he's got all the connections he needs. I wonder if this is going to come up as an issue of double jeopardy if they're trying to charge him for the same things he's I imagine spent that, jail time for. Certainly they're going to say that. I'm sure that they would have predicted that, and I, I suspect they are charging him for, for other things okay. uh, in this case. He's he's done enough, according to uh, this, this story, allegedly with at least a thousand uh, young women, uh, according to what I was, I was reading through this last night. Voracious. So, uh, you know, they didn't hit him with a thousand charges before. So okay. they've got the, the so they, problem. They got something to work with. Yeah. The problem with this is that this guy shared so thoroughly that 
yeah, I mean, it's hard to shared the girls. You mean? Yeah, there was a, the the names of the people that flew on this plane mm-hmm. include at this point two presidents or probably flew. On they the plane. say Trump may have flown once on the plane. Yeah, he's definitely associated with Epstein. He's right. he's friends yeah. with Epstein. Uh, they're apparently neighbors at uh, in Florida, but they do claim in another article here that uh, Trump did ban him from the Mar-a-Lago resort at some point because of the allegations uh, against him. For more than a decade, his abuse of minors has been a subject of lawsuits, etc. Anyway, uh, the new indictment, which according to two sources will be unsealed tomorrow in federal court, will reportedly allege that Epstein allegedly exploited or rather sexually exploited dozens of underage girls in a now familiar scheme, paying them cash for massages and then molesting or sexually abusing them in his Upper East Side mansion or his palatial residence in Palm Beach. Now, is that... Not that I'm trying to put this together, yeah. but I'm just trying to imagine what it's like, how one goes about finding 15, 16, 17-year-old young women yep. to offer money for massages. How, I mean, where are the parents of these ladies? I'm not saying, like, I don't not know. Not there. What's that? Yeah, they're not there. I mean, I go through my life on a regular basis, and I only rarely, I mean, I go through months without ever speaking to a 15, 16, or 17-year-old right. young lady. I spoke to two of them today trying to get them to, we've got a new dog at the house, and I need him to socialize, so I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, can you come over and pet the dog? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but, I mean... Yeah, I don't talk to them. I don't know if this particular version of the story goes into great detail, but there was a Miami Herald piece that they actually reference yeah. here. Um, and this Miami Herald piece came out within the last year or so, I think. It's pretty pretty recent, where they dig into like the details of this story. Essentially, he had a, a woman uh, who's brought up in this story, and so it talks about how she assists uh, Epstein in acquiring these young ladies. And of course, once you can acquire one or two, then they have friends like, oh, you know, you can make your friends can make some money and, and that kind of thing. Which again leads me to a question that maybe a lot of people don't want to hear. But if these young women are being paid for these acts, is that molestation? Well, they're being paid for the massage and the molestation is allegedly coming out. If they're turning, the, turning their friends on to it, then it's prostitution. Okay. I mean, you right. know. Oh, I was so surprised that the 66-year-old man that paid me a ridiculously above market rate for a massage that I'm not skilled enough to get. Right, I don't have a license. (laughs) I'm just saying, the article said paid them for massages. I know, but the article article suggests that this person that took money for prostitution is not old enough to be a prostitute. And I would agree that it is a poor career choice, but Mm -hmm. I... I think it's a poor career choice for an 18-year-old, too. Sure. But I presume, at the very least, I'm of the opinion that prostitution should be legal. Me and too. And I'm of the opinion that people sh- there's gonna we're going to have to have an age that we determine that that's uh, legal to do. Now, do we, like, for instance, in some states, it's legal to have sex at 16. That's right. And it's illegal to, it's legal to get a job at 16. Why? Just Look, I'm not, again, I don't care. But why would it be legal at that point to only get the job of prostitution at 18, mm-hmm. even though it's legal to have sex and have a job? I'm not defending Epstein. Nope. I hope they nail him to the wall. But the reason I hope him to, they nail him to the wall 
is because I hope they get all the people that he knows. I want every one of these people who do not mind holding you and I accountable mm-hmm. for our actions to be account- held accountable to theirs. Like his contact list, like the, was it the DC Madam's black book? That's right, what I want. Right, right. We want the we want the dirt to come out on these politicians. And indeed, in another story here at Forbes dot com, a federal appeals court has ordered, uh, and this, by the way, also recent news, that one hundred and sixty seven documents in the lawsuit that alleges that uh, famously well connected financier Epstein participated in a sex trafficking ring should be unsealed. So there have been one hundred and sixty seven documents. We don't know how many pages that is, uh, but there are hundreds probably of pages of information that many names will likely be revealed for the very first time that have never been revealed uh, previously. So this could blow up pretty big. This could affect there's probably a lot of politicians that are sweating it out right now uh, with the expectation that they may get named as uh, having been in this guy's black book. More coming up here in moments, because as you said, Mark, he was sharing uh, these young women with his powerful friends. Oh, yeah. A55 for those are the allegations. That's, at least. Well, that's how he's he kept himself protected. But are these women actually victims? I don't know if I believe that. So uh, there's more coming up here in moments. A55 453. Or do they just want to get another payday after the fact? We're coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You can share your thoughts with us on whatever's on your mind here. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Coming up in 10 days, we're going to be at the Hotel Paris for Freedom Fest uh, 2019. It is my first Freedom Fest. Mark, you've been to three, maybe? something. Yeah, about three. They're great. And uh, there's going to be some big-name speakers here. In fact, uh, we actually just had... One of them on the show with us uh, last night, John Stossel. Uh, he's going to be speaking there. Penn Gillette, Lenore Scanese, John Mackey, Candace Owens, Kevin O'Leary, Kevin Harrington, Stephen Moore, Grover Norquist, and more. Yeah, there's a whole list of them. Uh, there's even more down there at the bottom. You're right. Uh, Kevin Sorbo, Glenn Beck, Justin Amash, the guy that just quit the Republican Party. Yeah, I was supposed to have an interview with Kevin Sorbo and... My board, the board ate it, basically. The board here blew up in the <laughs> yeah. studio. We and, had, to, had to take yours. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a shame. But I've managed to collect a few cell phones. I just, I do this. I, I collect cell phone numbers. Oh, yeah. 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 So you just can so just I, call them anytime. If I wanted to call. <laughs> if you want to call Hercules. <laughs> Kevin's weird about that. You can do that. <laughs> hey, Kevin, it's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I say Mark Edge hosts the radio show Free Talk. <laughs> that helps, right? Freedomfest.com slash FTL. Go there. Use coupon code FTL50, FTL50. Get a discount on your tickets. And it's going to be a big event. In fact, they say it's the largest liberty-oriented gathering in the world. See it for yourself freedomfest.com slash ftl we will see you there july 17th through the 20th in vegas at the hotel paris now that i've used the uh, parlance of kevin sorbo's name i probably should mention miracle in east texas which is the um, most his most recent movie and uh, supposed to be quite good cool let's go to your phone calls and thoughts and we can talk more about jeffrey epstein the lolita express guy who's now been arrested again uh, and who's he connected to in the world of politics well we're gonna find out i suspect over time and it could get Pretty ugly. Let's go to Francis in New York, though, first listening online at freetalklive.com. Go ahead, Francis. LRN.FM. Bye to you. 
Toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. You can't do threats on the radio like that, and that person's banned. Uh, so, unfortunately, our board operators don't always recognize his voice, but I do. Uh, 855-450-FREE, that's the toll-free number. And the vitriol right at the beginning. just drips. Too. It just drips right <laughs> off of his voice, yeah. Uh, Epstein will be charged with one count of sex trafficking of minors. And again, this indictment will be unsealed tomorrow, supposedly, in Manhattan court. Uh, the story here from the dailybeast.com and one count of conspiracy to engage in sex trafficking of minors which could put him away for a maximum of 45 years so not a whole lot of counts uh, in this particular case but a potential large uh, prison sentence that if the maximum was was uh, put onto him he would die in prison. The case is being handled by the Public Corruption Unit of the Southern District of New York. Yeah, I'm less interested in this guy going to prison and more interested in him getting a plea deal Mm -hmm. where he turns over his little black book all the dirt of the politicians and moguls and whatever that have that he knows about i don't i mean as far as i'm concerned him spending whatever 18 months or 13 months or whatever it was that he was sentenced to in prison for for essentially uh, you know drawing young women into a life of prostitution okay well they you know they they took the deal yeah, I mean, it wasn't like he was, was actually kidnapped. These. Yeah, that's the thing here. I don't think that, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if there's no victim, there's no crime. And I don't believe these young women were victims from what I was reading. The about evidence this. doesn't seem to be there. Now, um, they were not held against their will. It gets interesting. In society, we are to believe, for instance, that a person can choose to see, um, you know, a, a PG 13 movie at 13, mm-hmm. that they can choose to drive a car at. 16 or 15 depending on where you are or that they can watch a rated r movie at 17 that they can choose to consent to sex at 16 17 18 but only uh, consent to sex for money at uh, 18 not even of themselves even if that was legal and then sometimes it's not um and then they consume alcohol at 21 right and sometimes, car at 25. sometimes cigarettes at 18, sometimes uh, at 21. Like It just keeps on getting weirder. At which point do you really have the age and the wherewithal to make a decision? What is the age of consent? I don't know. but I think it's different for each individual, personally. I don't think that any sort of arbitrary age should be set. Well, I think that if you want my opinion, yeah. my opinion is, is that actions have consequences. And the mm. consequences of sex is pregnancy. So STDs as well. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You should be able to handle the consequences of your actions in order to participate in the action. And so I don't. I don't think anybody who doesn't have their own domicile should be old enough to have sex. Several of the billionaires' employees and associates allegedly recruited the girls for Epstein's. They say abuse here, and some victims eventually became recruiters themselves. You'd think that this guy would just go ahead and say, "Eh." 18's, eh, 18's good enough. Like, why is it got to be these ages that were so important? Well, look, would it make a difference um, if the if the allegations are that this person, this Epstein, was abusing these girls? Then wouldn't he also have been abusing them at eighteen and uh, nineteen? Or is it is it only abuse because they're not legally able to consent? I get that. That I, I believe that that's what we're being told. That that's what we're to believe. Yeah. That, when I, I read this, that's what I be, that's what I'm here to that's what I believe. Right. I mean, this is the kind of say. report. This is the kind of report that'll use the term pedophile uh, when, in fact, they are saying here that the girls were as young as 14. So we're not talking about children. Right. Just Pedi- to be clear, pedophilia 
sadly. Um, you know, the, I know it gets used otherwise, but pedophilia refers to prepubescent. Correct. Children. Children. And a, a uh, sexual attraction to children. That is not what is alleged about him. Right. And I think that this all sounds, he sounds sick and out of control to me. So somebody who cannot, you know, just for whatever reason, 18 is too old. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a person who's got a problem as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like, like, well, yeah, I need prostitutes for my plane to fly around my, uh, you know, rich fellas that, but they have to be four, what? 14? I would like to suggest that to answer your question from before, Mark, that part of that might be the thrill and excitement that comes with the fact that this particular act is forbidden. illegal yeah. and right. forbidden. And right. that he is a billionaire, and so he's got political connections, and so it's also exciting probably for him to be able to get away with this and have the confidence that he's got what it takes to stay under the radar right. and stay you know, off of the prosecutor's uh, you know, radar, if you will. Right. And the more influence and money you have, the, the easier it is to get away with things, which right. means in order to get that same thrill— it has to be more insidious each time you know you attempt the act. Probably true, and but I mean I think it's I think Ian, you're, it's correct and worth pointing out briefly that you know we have a term called puberty, mm-hmm. and the state of being postpubescent is what we call scientifically a biological adult. Now. Yes socially we may not call them adults and they do i think be, yeah. do i think that they're probably that many of these ladies were old enough to participate in sex and understand the consequences well it depends on i i probably think that many 25 year olds aren't old enough to participate in sex and understand the consequences i think that uh, many of them absolutely i mean without having talked to them but uh, they absolutely know what the consequences of sex are there's plenty of education out there about sex they may not understand all of the ramifications of having sex with a 66 year old billionaire um, however it sounds like the ramifications were pretty good if you keep on getting paid for it right this is one of the things i'm sorry i don't think you are in a abuse victim if you are out there recruiting for this guy if you came in uh to his office or house or wherever it was expecting to get paid for a massage and then this guy asks you to massage uh, you know his private parts uh at that point and then you go ahead and do it collect the thousand dollars or whatever it was that he puts in your hand and then he's like hey could you recruit you know could you find some friends of yours to come do this? Do you think your friends yeah. might want to make a thousand dollars? How about I give you a hundred bucks for every thousand you know for every thousand uh, dollars that uh, I pay like your a friends good deal. you know you could just recruit some of your friends in here. I don't think you are a victim if you're like, yeah, I can do that for you. That is an arrangement that's a business arrangement. And to suggest that somebody can't make a business arrangement for themselves because they're under the age of 18 is ridiculous, I made frankly. a lot of business arrangements when I was under the age of 18. I was quite the little entrepreneur in high school. You so, worked at a comic book store as, what, as young as 12 or something yeah, like I that? Yeah, I started working at 12, and, you know, that's that's just being an employee. That's different, but... It's still a business arrangement. You know, bringing candy to school and, and you know... You selling, selling it, candy? Selling the Jolly Rangers. I got in trouble for that by my dad. Re- what? Yeah. By your dad? Yeah. So he he turned off that entrepreneurial mindset real early because I, I had you know I had the candy yeah and what the, kind of candy was it uh, pocky are you familiar with that yeah yeah no. the chocolate okay. sticks yeah. from Japan or whatever right so yeah. prevalent in Hawaii just sure it's close, close. yeah um, but you know they come in the pack and they get like twenty in a pack and I don't know how much the pack costs but I'd sell them for a quarter you're stick. selling Lucy's <laughs> yeah for like a quarter stick of pocket this is the way it's done man <laughs> until I get home and he goes like well what's all these coins in your pocket I go well I sold my candy he goes you can't do that. 
and got all. Well, yes, I can. I, I did. I did. Right, but but at the time, right? It's it's. So the, he scared you out of it. Yeah, because oh, he, he forbade my my entrepreneurial activity. That's he probably just didn't want you to get in trouble at school. Whatever. I know. I'm just saying. That's a shame. Toll free number here. Eight fifty five four fifty free. If you want to comment on this Epstein guy and these young ladies, are these women victims? They're not women, of course. Uh, are they victims? That's certainly what they want you to and the courts to believe. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to hang out with Penn Jillette? He's keynoting Freedom Fest this year. I, for one, am thrilled. Freedom Fest is the largest liberty-oriented gathering in the world. They take a Big Ten approach with libertarians, conservatives, liberals, anarchists, capitalists, and just open-minded people mingling together to hear real debates, share real solutions, and converse freely. This year's theme is the Wild West, a time of liberty and opportunity, or a time of anarchy and violence. Maybe both. Go to Freedom Fest. Freedomfest.com slash FTL and get your tickets now. Freedomfest.com slash FTL. Not convinced yet? Hey, I understand. It's a high-end event. Even with coupon code FTL50. Sure, you're likely to receive investment advice that'll make that sum seem paltry, but I have something special for you. Go to Freedomfest.com slash FTL and you'll get the five best speeches from last year for free. Call it a test drive. Do yourself a favor and go to Freedomfest.com slash FTL. Freedomfest.com slash FTL. Use coupon code FTL50 for a discount. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and we launch into the third hour here of the live Sunday edition of the program. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight, Ian. Richie Rich. And Mark. We're into a story from the DailyBeast.com about Jeffrey Epstein. You may recognize the name. He's been kind of in and out of the news, but mostly out of the news uh, over the last couple of decades for run- allegedly running a teenage prostitution ring, basically, where the story here is, of course, you know, very critical of Epstein, is alleging that these people are victims, that these young women were victims of his, uh, that, he, that they were somehow abused or molested. And based on the, the, the allegations I've heard, and I read the, the Miami Herald a lot, lot, lot. It's like the Miami Herald did a multi-part, very detailed, very well-researched, uh, report on this, I think earlier this year or last year, and I linked to that on our social media. So if you really want to dig into exactly what some of these allegations are against him, uh, you can do that there. But I'm not real clear that there's anything that actually was actual molestation because, you know, molestation is an unwanted uh, sexual, you know, touching or whatever. And these girls got paid and they weren't, you know, strapped down or something like that. They were there on their own volition. Now, of course, some people will argue that you cannot have your own volition at age 15. The uh, law certainly believes that. Which is ridiculous. Uh, but let's go on here with more from the Daily Beast. So they're going to get into some of the details here. They say that in an era, era where hashtag me too has toppled powerful men, Epstein's name was largely absent from that national conversation until the Miami Herald published their three-part series on how his wealth, power, and influence shielded him from federal prosecution. For years, the Daily Beast has reported on Epstein's alleged abuse, starting with Conchita Sarnoff's exposés on his easy jail sentence and soft treatment by the U.S. Attorney's Office, which ultimately scrapped a 53-page indictment against Epstein. Remember, he, he spent more than a year in prison, right? About 13 months in a very easy prison. We'll tell well, you about that here in a moment. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, this whole a very easy prison thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate that. 
What do these people know about a very easy prison? Well, we'll get to it. There's a little bit in here about that. that white collar prison. Uh, they call it like an open door prison or something like so that. So what? If you can't go home, it's a prison. I understand. Um, there's some p- prisons that are way worse than than others. Don't sure. <laughs> would, would Jeffrey Epstein be a better person today if he was shanky when he was in shanky in the shower prison? No, I'm not for two that. years. No, I know you're not. But that's the this is the point. Is is that stupid people believe that you can take bad people, put yeah. them in a bad place, surround them with bad people, no. treat them as badly as possible, and then suddenly. Boop, Whoa! No, but the point about they get this, out Mark, and they're glorious. No, I, don't, I understand what you're saying, and, I, and you're not going to have any disagreement amongst us here on that. Uh, but the point I think that the, they're trying to make here is that the average person who was charged with the same things that Epstein was isn't going to be in the Surprise. ritzy prison where you get you know your own workout room or you know you it's get a club a, fed. That, one club, of those kind okay. of places. Uh, apparently, there are certain. Uh, the average person isn't going to end up in the situation that Epstein was in because the average person doesn't have a thousand dollars to pay to a fifteen-year-old girl. Okay, but I'm talking about anybody charged with you know human trafficking or. But you that's know, what a- but that's because the charges suck. Okay, that we don't have good charges for actually what this guy was doing, and well, there shouldn't be a charge for what he was doing. Yeah, are you suggesting that what he's doing was actually a crime at this point? I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly what I think on this whole thing. Right. I think this guy is probably despicable, but Maybe. I think that he's already been sentenced, and I don't think there's any reason to go after this guy. I think the whole idea, the whole thing here is, is a lot of this is that sort of let's hate hate on rich people. An earlier version of Epstein's plea, uh, by the way, the U.S. Attorney's Office scrapped a 53-page indictment against Epstein. Uh, An earlier version of his plea deal included a 10-year federal sentence before his star-studded lawyers threatened to go to trial in case... Uh, in a case prosecutors feared was unwinnable because, in part, Epstein's team dredged up dirt on the victims, including social media posts indicating drug use. Meanwhile, the financier flitted among his homes in Palm Beach, New York City, and the Virgin Islands, as well as his secluded Zorro Ranch in Stanley, New Mexico, transporting young women on his private jet to facilitate the sexual abuse, they say, that's gone unchecked by authorities, according to his alleged victims. In an announcement planned for Monday, the In many cases, the authorities were on the jet with him. (laughs) Right. Uh, Which is why it's a surprise that he's being charged again here. And I wonder in these with these prosecutors, these sanctimonious prosecutors, and many of these reporters, if they were put in these similar circumstances, how they would react. I mean, would they go on the private jet full of prostitutes? Well, he's he's politically well connected, so maybe to get some of his money if he's a financier. He, uh, by the way, according to the story here, did plead guilty to some minor state charges. So again, he avoided the federal charges. That could have sent him to prison for a long time, but did plead guilty to some minor state charges in Palm Beach, serving 13 months in a private wing of the county jail, mostly on work release. The alleged victims who sued the government for... So work release means that you're allowed to leave during the day in order to go out and work. Um, I mean, you know, I I was on work release for some uh, months and certainly beats jail, but... I, I, and a private wing. I of don't the jail? think jail solves anything. Did he get to go out on work? We would agree. and work in his field of expertise. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring go, prostitutes. Go out and be a financier for a few hours a day, and come back to jail when you're done. The alleged victims who sued the government for violating the Crime Victims' Rights Act asked the court to rescind Epstein's non-prosecution agreement and called for the feds to hold him criminally liable. His agreement also granted immunity to his co-conspirators, identified in the document as including but not limited to Sarah. 
Sarah Kellen, Adriana Ross, Leslie Groff, or Nadia Marcinova. But in June... So all these are... All women. Yep. Also co-victims, right? Are they no, gonna, these no? are okay. his co-conspirators. These are uh, some of the women who helped him acquire allegedly right. other... And uh, this benefits the politicians girls. and that sort of thing. Um, and, and, you know, the bad guys, the, the, other, the other list of bad guys here. Because once these ladies get the charges put on them, they're singing like birds. Epstein reportedly supplied valuable intel to federal investigators in exchange for the plea deal. Well, then, then at that point, you have a deal struck. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean they can't charge him with other things later. Well, it would have to remember, be he unrelated. Was charged, yeah, remember, he was charged with like molestation before or whatever, right? Now they're charging him with sex trafficking. Well, ex post facto suggests that, you know, when the, with this, the incident that we're talking about, I think that they've got themselves a morass to well, we're talking about uh, We're talking about allegedly thousands of incidents here. Yeah, but it's not. So, and they've only hit him with one charge of, of trafficking. If that's they the said this is for doing. Valid. What's that? That's the only point that seems valid. Yeah. If, right? they say, if they're saying this is for doing that, then then that's that's for doing that. He provided all kinds of information. But then he did it 999 yeah, more times. You can't trust the not government, Mark. If, you, if the government cuts you a deal, um, they're not saying, hey, we'll never prosecute you ever again. They're it's just kind of the deal. way the Constitution was set up. They're not prosecuting him for the same charges. They have different charges for these things. Mark yeah. is suggesting it's for the same act, though. It's the same stuff. It's around about the same kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, I look, man, saying. if you make me a deal and say you're going to charge me with one thing in order uh-huh. to for me to give you a bunch of information or whatever it might be, and then I give you the information, then that's the deal. Right, and but if that the, was only a deal on molestation charges, not uh, trafficking. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know how to address that other than whoever made the deal is a slimy bastard and deserves hey, some time in prison. It's a federal prosecutor. Too. Just what saying. A surprise. <laughs> Slimy, slimy people. A page six report. Epstein lost uh, money in Bear Stearns collapse, so they're questioning his uh, his wealth. Uh, apparently, he was a math teacher at one time at a elite Dalton school. Ruh-roh. Then left for Bear Stearns before starting his own firm, which just supposedly only managed the fortune of billionaires. He billed himself as a renowned ph- philanthropist, and so on and so and forth. That during, could have been where the kink started. During his high-flying finance years, Epstein also allegedly harbored a dark secret, his widespread abuse of underage girls. In 2005, Palm Beach police launched an investigation into Epstein after a 14-year-old young lady told police an older man named Jeff had molested her at his residence, a two-story pink mansion on a dead-end street. Authorities would discover a disturbing teen sex ring where victims were allegedly paid to recruit other young girls to provide massages inside Epstein's lair. The victims, and again, I question whether they're actual victims. I'm sure there are some. Well, what about the 14-year-old that actually came forward and said molestation? Well, who knows? Did she come forward or did she tell the police while they caught her for doing something else? I don't know. Because it says here, she told police. Uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Maybe she, you know, stole something from a store and then she had something to, you know, give up deal. Uh, to cut a deal with. More coming up here. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial here toll-free, bring up whatever you want. Our number, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We do have the Discord 
on-air call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. You can jump into one of those if you want to comment here on Jeffrey Epstein. Friend of Bill Clinton. Friend of Donald Trump. And who knows how many other politically connected, powerful individuals. That's a that's a question that I don't know if if it'll get answered. I mean, we we talked about getting the black book when he makes a plea or decides to sell someone out. But if he's well connected, where he's you know friends with presidents and possibly future presidents, what would the risk be if he just got convicted and then pardoned in some second term? Nobody's paying attention. You know, signed off, and he's off the, you know, out of trouble. Yeah, of would sudden. Trump uh, actually pardon him? Is uh, is another good question here. Yeah. But they are going to be un- unsealing a bunch of documents, uh, though, according to this uh, story from Forbes dot com. One hundred and sixty seven documents in a lawsuit uh, about Epstein's alleged sex trafficking is supposed to be unsealed. So there may be some some pretty dirty dirt in sure. there about a number of different washington dc but that uh, means they already have the information not that he'd be giving it up in a plea deal right that means they have the info but it's sealed so nobody's yeah. ever been able to see it with the exception of uh you yeah. know the prosecutor or the, the judge and defense attorneys uh so back to the story about you know what allegedly happened here this is from the dailybeast.com and i'm kind of skipping through there's a lot of background information here and so they say the police in Palm Beach back in 2005 launched an investigation into Epstein after a 14-year-old uh, young lady told police that an older man named Jeff had molested her at his residence. Authorities would discover a disturbing teen sex ring where victims were paid to recruit other girls to provide massages inside his house. Uh, they say the victims would be led to Epstein's bedroom and Epstein would enter and order them to remove their clothing, say police. The financier would then assault them, sometimes forcing them into intercourse with him or a young woman he described as his sex slave, and then pay them 200 to $1,000 per visit, according to court documents. Now, that's the way the Daily Beast tells it. However, the Miami Herald, in a three-part, exhaustively long uh, series on this with much more detail about what allegedly happened, have a little bit more uh, information here. They say, and I'm going to jump over to the the Miami Herald, uh, the claim that he was doing all this molestation and assaulting, well, that's not the wording that they end up using here. Uh, It says that the evidence the department collected to support the girls' stories was overwhelming. Phone call records, copies of written phone messages as far as them going to the house and all that. That happened. They said Epstein could be a generous benefactor, buying his favorite girls' gifts. He might rent a car for a young girl to make it more convenient for her to stop by and cater to him. Once he set a a bucket of roses to the local high school after one of his girls starred in a stage production. The floral delivery instructions and a report card for one of the girls were discovered in a search of his mansion and his trash. Police also obtained... He's getting the report card. That's sick. Police also obtained receipts for the rental cars and the gifts. Epstein counseled the girls about their schooling and told them that he would help them get into college, modeling school, fashion design, or acting. At least two of his victims told police they were in love with him, according to the police report. The report shows how uncannily consistent the girls' stories were, right down to their detailed descriptions of Epstein's genitalia. Writer, the retired Palm Beach police chief, said, We had victims who didn't know each other, never met each other, and they all basically independently told the same story. Either way, I, th- I think the distinction needs to be made that it's, it's all the difference in the world between the way the two narratives go. 
right? One is getting hush money mm-hmm. to cover up what is clearly uh, illegal activity. Of, and, of an assault, you mean? Of an assault. And the other is a quid pro quo financial relationship for sexual favors. Right. So let me give you a little bit more detail here from the Miami Herald. Again, the Daily Beast alleging that this is all, you know, molestation. He assaulted these girls. Quote, it started out to give a man a back rub, but in many cases turned into something far worse than that, said the chief investigator of the Palm Beach. Those back rubs, they do lead to something. That's why I always ask for a back rub. (laughs) Most of the girls said they arrived by car or taxi and entered the side door where they were led into the kitchen by a female staff assistant named Sarah Kellen. A chef, a chef might prepare them a meal or offer them cereal. The girls, mostly from local schools, would then ascend a staircase off the kitchen up to a large master bedroom and bath. They were then met by Epstein, clad in a towel. He would select a lotion from an array lined up on a table, then lie face down on a massage table, instruct the girl to strip partially or fully, and direct them to massage his feet and backside. He would then turn over and have them massage his chest, often instructing them to pinch his nipples while he pleasured himself, according to the police report. At times, if emboldened, he would try to penetrate them uh, with things. We won't get into too much detail because we're on the radio. But he would go as he would go as far as the girls were willing to let him, including intercourse. Now, that's a whole different thing than saying he forced himself on them and that he molested them. But again, the, the law says that girls can't, you know, young people cannot let people do these, do these things. They cannot make, make these decisions uh, for themselves. It also muddies the water that there's two uh, relatively, you know, quality news sources uh, suggesting two different narratives. That's right. right? Yeah, so I, where, where I think that you know, one of them is the Daily Beast. The other is an actual newspaper. Yeah, fundamentally, we have a problem with the sort of expectations here. If you don't know where your teenage daughter is, and she has somehow been in a situation where a rich 66-year-old can come in contact with her, I just, I mean, I go a month, it's sometimes the two. Associates. What's that? It's through the associates. Other teenage girls. Who were recruited by likely right. women who are more likely to encounter uh, teenage girls. Whatever the situation is, is if, uh, you know, if your teenage daughter is sneaking off with rich 66-year-olds and offering to give massages in exchange for money, like, it's all, this is all set up in advance. We know where this, I've seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I know how it ends. This is bad parenting. Sometimes. And the government is in here to correct your parenting. Yes, right. your daughter may not be the one, may, may not be the one to do this, but bad parents' daughters, yeah, they're going to end up in here. That's how it goes. Bad parenting results in earlier sexual encounters for, for sure. young women. For sure. Uh, sometimes he would instruct a young woman he described as his Yugoslavian sex slave, Nadia Marcinova, or Marcinkova, who was over 18, to join in. So he had a young lady living with him, sure. basically. Uh, the girls... And describing her as a sex slave doesn't necessarily make her a sex slave. That's right. Epstein also... Well, what if she is a sex slave, though? I mean, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? I mean, if... So slavery, as you define it as a libertarian, may be different than the rest of the world defines it. I'm saying it could just be a kink. It's it is a kink, yeah. but 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 it's a voluntary kink, right? right. She 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 acts as though she is a sex slave to pleasure him, 
We have no evidence at this point, other than the terminology sex slave, that Ms. Markova was anything but a voluntary participant. I'm sure she was voluntarily participating. Which is why I'm suggesting that there's a difference between an actual sex slave and her being described as one. And a kinky thing. Uh, Epstein took photos of the girls uh, having sex and displayed them around the house, according to the detective. And then they say here that apparently one of his recruiters recruited one of these girls while she was working at the mall. So they would just go around to places where you would find young women and say, hey, how'd you like to make some money? We're coming up here in moments. It is Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash local.bitcoin.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here or comment on the Jeffrey Epstein case, the new case. He's been arrested again. Uh, Indictments to be unsealed tomorrow, apparently, but there are people, obviously, who've already kind of leaked that information to the press. The DailyBeast.com has a story here. We're kind of picking it apart to some extent and questioning whether or not these people, these uh, women, were actually victims of this guy. Did he actually commit assault? Uh, You know, and when I say that, I mean actual assault, meaning without consent. Um, not the sort of legal version of so-called uh, statutory rape where they just say that everybody under a certain age has no ability to consent to things. So with you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Richie Rich. And Mark. Let's go to the phones to your calls and thoughts first, though. J- uh, Jerome is in South Carolina uh, listening to WTMA in Charleston. Go ahead, Jerome. Yes, if this was your daughter, you'd be sitting there trying to pick the case apart. Or you'd be trying to run that guy over the bus. Well, I think that that's probably the case. Is that uh, if this is your daughter? Would you be sitting there trying to trying to trying to alibi for this guy? What about the where, where the Trump people at? You know who are always talking about Bill Clinton and all the problems he had, huh? Well, this guy actually was friends with Bill Clinton and Trump. That's what's great about this guy is is that he's actually, it's likely both Bill Clinton and Trump were involved. He's bipartisan. Right? Like all the perverts from all the parties are out there. We're not talking about them. He's, he's He's working for Trump now. Let's give this lawyer oh. name. Oh, I see. He was you're a for partisan candidate. a-hole. <laughs> Not, yeah. Oh, you're an a-hole. Oh, you ain't no. seen a-hole yet. Here's what I'm left. saying is, is that it's the politicians. The what? Yeah. What? You're Number one, they're not I'm children. defending a pot, child molester. We're talking about Bill Clinton here. You don't want to talk about him. The Bill Clinton was on that plane dozens of times. Okay, look, Jerome, uh... We're not talking about a child molester here. These were young women. Oh, stop. Who, they're yeah, not yeah, children. They're children. They're not they're children. Fine. 14 G- and 15 and 16-year-olds are not, by definition, children. children. What is a child, yeah. Jerome? Well, they're not grown-ups. No, that's for sure. Biological no. adults. What is hey, a child? Work, I'm hey, with Jerome on this one. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. for Trump. Yeah. Oh, but Jerome, this is where you, this is where you go off the rails, Jerome. You got the opportunity to put Bill Clinton behind bars on this one, and then you bitch up, right? Like you can't do it no more. You're like, oh no, he's a Democrat, and he works for Trump now. Fine, throw Bill Clinton and Trump in the same jail cell. No, you can't throw Trump because Trump says when you're a celebrity, what you can get away with. 
No. Oh, right? I just want you to hear you say it, Jerome. You what, want to see Bill Clinton and Trump Billy in the same jail cell or not? What Do- happened to Billy Bush, who didn't even say that stuff? He was just a man and everything he said, laughing about it. What happened to Billy Bush? He All I want to know, Jerome, no Jerome, do, Jerome, no. do you want to see Bill Clinton and Trump in the same jail cell with Billy Bush? Do you want them all in the same place or not? I don't think Billy Bush should go to jail, but he did get fired. You won't he, say it, will you? You won't say that, you won't say that Bill Clinton should go to prison, no. will you? Just like Trump should go to prison. Hold on. Are you saying that Bill Clinton should go to prison? Who? Why don't you ask his pet? As Fox, who should go to prison? I oh, bet they Fox won't Hoochie? put him. This is Fox. Fox News is what he's saying. Uh-huh. Um, Jerome, I just can't. I just can't. I'm, I can't be a hundred percent clear what I'm hearing. I know you don't like Republicans, but do you actually care about this issue, or you just want to see Republicans go to prison? No, I care about it because I want to see Trump go to prison. Do you want to see Bill Clinton go to prison? Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. Don't anyone that commits a crime like this Fine. should go to prison. What's the don't crime here? No. What's the crime? What's the crime is uh, using hey, your power to. You're, you're Hold on, I'm asking Jerome. Children? Go ahead. Are you defending that? You defend a grown men or women having sex with ch- with children? I don't think these are, are children, you, are you Jerome. I think by definition they're not children. And Mark, you're claiming huh? that you think they are now, but earlier you said they weren't. Um, by definition, these are not children. Children are people who are pre puberty, sir. No, tell him to answer my question. Are who? you defending a grown man having sex with? Paying money to have sex with children. No, no absolutely not. not, because these aren't children. Thanks for the call tonight. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. These are because young what, women. What I said was that these young ladies are not responsible enough to choose to have sex. You said that? Yeah, that's what I believe. You don't know them. Uh, I, they, uh, do they have their own house? Are you judging that simply based on their age? No, I believe uh, based on whether or not they, they can home ownership, home r- rental of uh-huh. an apartment. Having a domicile was the terminology that I used. I see. If you're old enough to have a domicile, then you can handle the baby that results from having sex. Okay. And so I have a criteria. It is not based on age. It is based on responsibility. And But most people won't rent to you because it's not you're not legally allowed to sign a contract. Uh, in order to get into a house. Well, at, then yeah, I guess you're going to have to talk to your parents and get that fly it by them then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a key issue. Can we stop there real quick? Because yep. his original question was, what if this was your daughter? Um, yeah. And I think the answer is, well, you don't throw him under the bus. You have a conversation with your daughter about her behavior and what it's like to be a responsible adult biological adult teenager individual whatever you want whatever label you slap on that age range right that would be a responsible thing for someone to do That's instead of suggesting. all of a sudden jumping to the police and saying you know you got to prosecute this uh, person for doing something that was a, a consensual act by all evidence and That's what I'm suggesting. A- another thing uh, that when you when we bring up what would you do if it was your child let's not forget about michael jackson and all the parents that brought their kids to spend the night with uh, the king of pop right right and while the parents in many cases were in the same house but in a different bedroom down the hall or way down the hall right and now michael jackson you know now that the 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 proper videos have been put out and all the documentaries have been done now he's a pervert well what about the parents they're Mm -hmm. still around they still did did it let's go to larry he's in new jersey uh listening i'm not sure i presume to wpg go ahead larry okay gentlemen how are you welcome you're on Uh, as far as Epstein, uh, I have a real problem with federal crimes at all. Mm-hmm. 
The Constitution only provides for three federal crimes. That's treason, counterfeiting, and piracy. Yeah. The federal government has no business whatsoever um, in saying that there's any type of federal crime. I, I personally believe that the entire Justice Department should be abolished. And hmm. It's not in judges, the Constitution. And the Constitution clearly that says is, that all powers not specifically mentioned are relegated to the states right. and the people respectively. Right, uh, in the Tenth Amendment. Uh, I think that also all federal judges be below the Supreme Court should be dismissed. The Constitution says whatever uh, federal courts the Congress may occasionally or uh, appoint. The, the idea that we have a Justice Department who proceed, uh, prosecutes these crimes, so-called crimes, these are state matters only. Well, what if what if this was a state matter instead of a federal matter? What if this was being... It was already handled at the state level. State prosecutors it, gave it this guy time. Done. That's another problem. That is another problem. Double jeopardy. Now, I was very sorry to see that the Supreme Court just recently ruled that federal uh, prosecutors could go after somebody who's already been convicted in a, a state court for yeah. the same crime. That's bad. Two different court systems. That is a major, major problem. Yeah. Uh, the Fifth Amendment clearly states that there should be no retrial uh, for the same crime. And that's a real problem. That yep. really is. Well, in this case, they're also suggesting that it's separate crimes, right? One was molestation. One was trafficking. And what, what, what was what was he convicted of again in the in the state court? Some minor state charges that they didn't say in this article right. okay. what they were. But he's rendered right, subs- right. Uh, assistance to the prosecutors. Okay. Allegedly to the federal agency rendered the assistance. To me, there is no federal crime because federal crimes are not permitted in the Constitution. So he did did his time at the state level, and that's it. End of story. He did his time. That's the thing that nobody wants to say here. I just said it. Right. That's that's the thing. This is double jeopardy, number one, and uh, the federal government has no power, should under our Constitution, have no power to pursue this whatsoever other than maybe through the Mann Act, which to be the Mann Act is, is uh, unconstitutional. Great points tonight, Larry. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. really appreciate the call. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Imagine how much money you could save if you abolished the entire Department of Justice. Yeah, I, I will say that I won't lose any sleep over this guy's convictions or whatever happened to him. He's obviously a sick pervert. However, um, you know... I, I tend to agree that mostly what I care about is the politicians that are involved here. All right, there's more on the way here. You can join us. It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Enough time for you if you want to join us here. 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's our number, 855-450-3733. Also, you can call in on our Discord on-air call-in line rooms over at Discord. Liberty-minded folks for a long time have uh, been asking for a digital directory of businesses in the Liberty community. And there have been a few lackluster attempts over the years, but finally there's one that really works and it looks great and it's easy to use. It's liberty.menu and it's free, so you can list the things that you do 
Uh, as long as you're a liberty-minded person, you've got to be an individual who rejects the initiation of force and agrees to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle in order to qualify to use the site. Uh, but if you do qualify, then you get to find out what other uh, liberty businesses are, maybe in your area or halfway across the world. Plus, you can uh, also list your digital content that you create there, as well as any events that you want to promote to the libertarian community. Go to liberty.menu. You can use code FTL, like Free Talk Live, to get a special Free Talk Live listener badge at uh, the website liberty.menu. So just kind of giving you some uh, points here, some excerpts from the Daily Beast article, thedailybeast.com. Also, I put the lengthy uh, Miami Herald exhaustively long researched uh, report on Jeffrey Epstein and the allegations surrounding him. That's on our social media, which you can connect to. We're on Twitter at twitter.freetalklive.com. We're on the decentralized Mastodon platform, which I had news about them tonight. Maybe we'll get to that on a later show. Uh, but uh, Mastodon, by the way, or the, the Gab platform, the short version of the news is Gab, which is kind of this sort of controversial sort of free speech platform centralized. They've moved to Mastodon. So they're now no longer doing their own you know, server or That's whatever. They've started their own Mastodon server. And they, uh, they became the number one Mastodon server in the entire world basically overnight. So I mean, they're interesting. freer speech than they used to be? Um, I don't know about that, but okay. they can set whatever rules they want on their, their server. Our Mastodon uh, account is over at toot.freetalklive.com, and you can also follow our Telegram channel at telegram.freetalklive.com. As we continue, hear a little bit more from the story and then uh, more of your calls, but Virginia Roberts, and I don't know how you pronounce this, G-I-U-F-F-R-E, Jouffre? Another accuser has long claimed that Epstein and Maxwell, now Maxwell is the female who was his primary recruiter uh, in this this system. Can you imagine the amount of money that this guy threw at this sex proclivity of his, this perversion? Insignificant to him. To him, yeah. Maybe so, but I mean, God, he's uh, time and energy, too. He's paying staff to recruit. Girls, he's got so he's staff, paying. and it's not just one person. Right, it's yeah. staff. I mean, several people, and then he's force. got this uh, Czechoslovakian uh, sex slave, sex slave or whatever going on. That's not cheap. Sla- By the <laughs> way, she's not really a slave. <laughs> right. this, yeah. this is a this is a prostitute that works for him. Um, and you know, then whatever else goes on here, I don't even know. This is dizzying to so me. This woman, uh, now a woman, uh, Virginia Roberts Giffray, said that. Epstein loaned his victims out to his famous friends, including Alan Dershowitz and Prince Andrew. Giffray filed a declaration in 2015 as part of the Crime Victims' Rights Act suit and detailed Epstein's alleged sex ring. She said she met Epstein in 1999 after Maxwell, again Epstein's associate, uh, a female associate, approached her during her summer job at Mar-a-Lago. Ah, she was, at the time, 15 years old. Dershowitz and Prince Andrew vehemently denied Giffray's claims. And Buckingham Palace quickly released a statement, quote, It is emphatically denied that HRH, the Duke of York, had any form of sexual contact or relationship with Virginia Roberts. The allegations made are false and without any foundation. Dershowitz told the BBC, quote, The story is totally made up. My only feeling is if she's lied about me, which I know to be an absolute certainty she has, she should not be believed about anyone else, unquote. 
You know, I can only imagine what it's like to get caught up in something like this. I mean, if this lady, for whatever reason, said that I was involved, what would mm-hmm. I do to, uh, to how, defend yourself? How do you defend yourself on mm-hmm. something like this? I mean, well, can you tell me? Tell the, me about my penis. Tell me about the time <laughs> and the place that this occurred. Oh, you can't tell me the time because it occurred to you so many times. Well, then mm. how am I? Like, you need a who, a what, a where. What was that a time when? you were at Mar-a-Lago, Mark? Never. You lived in Florida. I was. I lived in Florida, no. and no one ever invited me to Mar-a-Lago. That's what they I want you to believe. Yeah, I, I also I will have to say you don't have to defend yourself at all. It's not your responsibility to prove your innocence. It's their responsibility. Well, what do you think about the, uh, the from a legal standpoint, sure. but not from a social from standpoint? Public, you heard the sure, guy yeah. here that just called in. He wants yeah. them. He wants uh, ready to burn everybody, him. especially the Republicans, put in jail. And the you know you've got this this situation going on. So when somebody's accused that they've got to defend themselves for whatever reason, the monarchy, which likely has been no, I don't know, long since abusing prostitutes or whatever the terminology is, uh, saying, no, 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 this never happened. How do they even know? (laughs) Who who knows what? Well, the the British folks, I forget what the the source was. The Prince Harry or whatever, or whatever it was, Prince Andrew. If if Prince Andrew was a part of it, the the report wasn't that he denied it, right? It was the... The Buckingham Palace released a statement. Yeah, the palace. The palace itself. Well, he has people who can speak uh, for him. Okay. Maxwell, again, this uh, the associate of uh, of Epstein, offered Gaffray professional training in massages. But when Gaffray arrived at his Palm Beach home, she was allegedly forced into sexual activity. Which, when again we read earlier, the the allegations were that he would only go so far as the girls would let him. Well, this is the uh, thing, is he and I don't. I'm not willing to listen to any one of these reports yeah. and call any one of these reports correct. Let's or go incorrect. on though. If she was forced into it, let's let's see what else she did okay. with a billionaire, and then would become trapped in his web. She said that when she began uh, working for Epstein, he flew her to New York on his private jet and then molested her at his Manhattan mansion. Okay. Quote. I, I withdraw was, my statement. Quote. I was trained to be everything a man wanted me to be, Gaffray said in the declaration. She said further, quote, it wasn't just sexual training. They wanted me to be able to cater to all the needs of the men they were going to send me to, unquote. Look, this woman was paid to learn how to be a sex prostitute, right, basically. She was a consort. Uh, Maxwell, a traveling sex prostitute. And Epstein allegedly ordered Gaffray to pay attention to what, what the men wanted so she could report back to them. Gaffray said she traveled with Epstein from 1999 through the summer of 2002. So if she met him when she was 15, she continued on until she was into her 18th year of life. And One was, wonders why she left. Indeed, and why she's holding a grudge. Uh, to his home, she was too old and got booted out. Maybe Probably tried to steal somebody's watch. But even if she got booted out, he's still working with older women who are doing the recruiting sure. for him. So there was still money to be made here if she okay. wanted to likely stay on. Uh, she went to his homes and in New not York. Everybody's going to demand some young hooker uh, by any stretch. I mean, you know, maybe they. I, I don't know. Uh, you know. They're not used up at 19 or whatever she was. Yeah, uh, It's not claimed here that like that Epstein threatened to kill her family if she didn't stay on as his sure. uh, consort, right? Yeah. Like, There's no allegation like that being made here. I don't buy this claim that she's forced to be in this three-year-long traveling sex relationship with this guy. Right. Well, well first we have to establish, are there prostitutes? Yes. And if there are prostitutes... Are they, I mean, like, because some people will say that all prostitutes are sexually trafficked. That's a lie. Every single one of them. That's propaganda. Because, I don't know, they hate men or something. 
right? Even if you realize that because some no prostitutes one would voluntarily get into it. Well, some prostitutes are men too, right? Like, yeah. So you can't. What do you do then? She said uh, she went to his homes in New York, New Mexico, the Virgin Islands, and Paris, France. Quote, I had sex with him often in these pa- places and also with the various people he demanded that I have sex with. Demanded? Epstein paid me for many of these sexual encounters. In fact, my only purpose for Epstein, Maxwell, and their friends was to be used for sex. Gaffray added that, quote, Epstein had sex with underage girls on a daily basis and that his interest in minor girls was, quote, obvious to those in his orbit. His code word for this abuse was massage, and Maxwell would often have sex with the victims, too. Maxwell, again, the female accomplice. I see. Now I understand the reason for this terminology because she is a sex offender, and is trying to not be responsible for her actions. Who? Wait, the so-called victim? Yes. Saying? What is she a sex offender for? She's doing the same thing this Maxwell's doing, or this uh, this this uh, whatever his name is. She's, no, Maxwell was the recruiter, the older woman who was. Was she having recruit. sex with underage girls? Yes. Uh, then she's a sex Maxwell offender. Maxwell was, but Gaffray, um may have may have actually she it doesn't say that but, oh i thought uh, that i'm sorry i thought that they were saying Grafray did excuse me yeah no i mean there's a good chance that she did but who knows uh that's not alleged here at least uh maxwell denied Grafray's claims as early as 2011 after Grafray gave an interview to the daily mail denying blah 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 calling them obvious lies and so on and so forth so we'll put this uh, full article up on our social media so you can take a close look here but regardless uh you know i i still say i don't feel like these people i mean you're staying on for three years you're flying around from fancy house to fancy house being passed around and making money at it i'm sorry i don't believe you're a victim i don't know what how how bad the terms were when you left or what happened but uh, i think this woman's got an axe to grind for some reason and maybe there is a good reason for that maybe they screwed her over somehow uh, but it sounded like she was pretty well paid the uh, the allegations were epstein would pay up to a thousand dollars per visit is it with any of these young young women? Yeah, I can't say that I'm going to lose any sleep over whatever happens to Epstein, but I really, really, really want to know about these people that went on the plane with him. I want to know as much as he's willing to tell. Well, I suspect that we'll be learning more about that over time, and you can join us for that on uh, tomorrow night. We'll be back with more Free Talk Live. In the meantime, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Is spreading the message of liberty, cryptocurrency, and peace around the globe worth $2 per month to you? As you may already know, in addition to our internet feed, LRN.FM broadcasts on free-to-air satellite across North and Central America, as well as Sub-Saharan Africa, and we've been available on satellite for free 24-7 since 2010. The LRN.FM free-to-air satellite signal is reaching some of the most oppressive regimes in the world, and there's no doubt our ideas are making an impact. You can learn more about the channel's impact by watching the three-minute video at fund.lrn.fm. If you'd like to help free minds globally with our ideas of liberty, cryptocurrency, and peace, you can donate as little as $2 per month via fund.lrn.fm. You can help us continue and expand our satellite broadcast to multiple continents. Visit fund.lrn.fm today, and thank you for your help. Don't forget to share the link on social media. That's fund.lrn.fm. LRN.FM now has a Discord. Discord is a free text and voice chat platform, and we now have our own server with a bunch of channels at discord.lrn.fm. You can join other listeners as they chat about various things during our live shows, or anytime, day or night. Discord software is available cross-platform, so you can have it on whatever device you want and take your chats anywhere. Join our Discord at discord.lrn.fm. That's discord.lrn.fm. 